When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. This program is a duet collaboration with Purple Radio. Content warnings may be found in the episode description. Duat presents episode 16 Lover and Husband. Monseigneur, a letter for you, from London. Ah, good. I have them, but I am unable to leave London for want of money. Send me five hundred pistoles, and four or five days after I have received them, I shall be in Paris. Interesting. So our little bird has caught the worm. Milady will arrive four or five days after having received the money, the transmission of which shall also take four or five days. That makes ten days. Now, allowing for contrary winds, accidents, and human weakness, there are twelve days until... Out of the way! Uh, your Majesty! Duke! I've returned from hunting and my blood is up. Today you will answer me. For which date shall I fix the fet? It has been eight days since the affair with Her Majesty's letter, sire, and eight times you have asked me the same question. Today I finally have an answer. Well, Monsieur Duke, have you made your calculations? Yes, sire. Today is the 20th of September. The aldermen of the city give a fet on the 3rd of October. That will fall in wonderfully well. You will not appear to have gone out of your way to please the Queen. Excellent. Apropos, sire, do not forget to tell Her Majesty the evening before the fete that you should like to see how her diamond studs become her. Ah, quite right. I shall do just that. Hmm. Those studs. His eminence thought I would not notice that he's now brought them up twice in our conversation. What could he be scheming? <clears throat> I detest being uninformed. I should like his holier-than-nowness to know that I can participate in little intrigues too. If only I knew what they were. Well, the All state, right, Anne. Well, the state doesn't have any Calm money yourself. At the moment, does it? 
Louis has been here a while now. But you must not fret. He's always irritated at you nowadays over something or another. Simply wait for him to grow tired of haranguing you and he'll go away. I just don't understand why you were so opposed to the idea. To the point of conspiring with Philip. And it was your brother, he's not going he's away, is he? Wrong, oh, he's fine. But sire, surely a visit like this is not just about a letter to my brother. What is it that you are accusing me of? What crime have I committed? Spain is... I... More blur. I did it again. And about this, and the whole business with the Chancellor, I... I'm so... My God, is he actually going to say it? I'm sorting out the dates for the fete to make up for everything. <clears throat> There'll be a ball at the Hotel de Ville. I wish in order to honour our worthy alderman, you should appear in ceremonial costume, and above all, ornamented with those diamond studs which I gave you on your birthday. Oh, dear Lord, he knows he must, but how could he? Do you hear me, madam? Yes, sire, I hear. You will appear at this ball? Yes. With those studs? Yes. Then it's settled. This was all I came to say. But on what day will this ball take place? Oh, very shortly, madam. In about twelve days, in fact. I asked the cardinal this morning. It was the cardinal, then, who informed you of this fate? Curses. How in God's name did she know that? Well, yes, madam. But what significance is there to this? It was he who told you to invite me to appear with these studs. That is to say, madam... It was he, sire. It was he. Well, and what does it signify whether it was he or I? Is there any crime in this request? No, sire. Then you will appear? Yes, sire. That is well. I count upon it. <laughs> I am lost. The Cardinal knows that I do not have the studs, and yet, if I appear without them, then... Then I'd be of service to your Majesty. <gasps> it is all right, your Majesty. Fear nothing, madame. I am here to help. It is you. Oh, heaven, I am betrayed on all sides. Can I trust in you? Upon my soul, your Majesty, I am ready to die for you. Yes, there are traitors here, but no one is more loyal to you than I. Madame Bonacieux, I am sure you heard what the king said about the diamond studs. Those studs which the king speaks of, you gave them to the Duke of Buckingham, did you not? Those studs were enclosed in a little rosewood box which he held under his arm? Is that not so, madame? Yes, they shall be long gone by now, oh my God! Well, we must have them back again. A letter must be sent to the Duke. But if such a letter finds its way into the wrong hands, it would bring about my condemnation, divorce, exile. My honour, my reputation, my life, all would be ruined. Can I trust this letter to your hands? Yes, madame, you must, and I swear to you, your majesty, your honour will be safe. But how? Tell me at least the means. My husband shall carry the letter. He is an honest man who will do anything I wish. He will set out without knowing what he carries, and he will carry your majesty's letter without even knowing it from your majesty to the address which is on it. If you would do this for me, you would have saved my life. You would have saved my honour. <laughs> do not exaggerate my service, your majesty. 
You may have been embroiled in a perfidious plot. I am only happy to serve. Yes, perfidious indeed. You are right, my child. Here, you must take this letter. Time presses. And besides, we are forgetting one very necessary thing. What is that, madam? Money. Well, my husband is evasious in his income. Yes, that is his fault. Nevertheless, I am sure we will find means. Not at all. I do not have much to give besides this. Your Majesty. This ring is from my brother, the King of Spain. It ought to cover the expense of your journey. No, 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 Your Majesty. No, I cannot take this. It is precious to you. It must be done. Please, Your Majesty, keep it. If anything, it would give us a way if I attempted to sell it. You've always had a convincing way with words, Constance. Thank you, Your Majesty. In an hour, your word will be obeyed. The letter must go to this address, to my Lord the Duke of Buckingham in London. Of course, Your Majesty. Oh, thank you, generous girl. Now go, be as swift as the birds, and see this letter delivered. Now, it is true, I have not seen my husband since his arrest. I suppose I could have seen him a few days sooner, had I not used that day to walk around the gardens of the Louvre with that handsome young gentleman, Monsieur d'Artagnan. Will he still be willing to travel to London for me after my long absence? Ah, of course he will go. Once he sees me, he shall be overjoyed, and he will forget any... awkward questions. I have him wrapped round my little finger. Welcome home, my dear. I have not seen you for some eight days. Let, let us talk a little. Yes, my love, I was delayed. And we should talk indeed. I have something of the highest importance to tell you. Uh, the, the highest importance? Then I, I suppose my day and night spent plunged in the bowels of the Bastille will have to wait. A day and night shall soon pass, my love. Oh, which brings me to the reason that I must speak with you about a matter regarding our fortunes. Our fortunes, you say? And how fortunate are we to be? Perhaps a thousand pistolas more fortunate, my dear, if you do what I ask of you. Oh, so what you demand of me is serious, then? It is indeed. So, what must be done? You must take this paper immediately. Do not part with it under any circumstances. It is bound to an address in London. London? Surely you're joking. I have no business in London. Who on earth needs me to carry some paper there so covertly? Um, an illustrious person sent us, my dear, and an illustrious person awaits it. The recompense will exceed your wildest expectations. Aha! More intrigues, eh? It seems to be nothing but intrigue, but the Cardinal has enlightened me on such matters. The Cardinal? You have seen the Cardinal? Yes, he sent for me. As a matter of fact, his eminence even gave me his hand and called me his friend. Do you hear this, madam? I am a friend of the great Cardinal. The Cardinal. I was taken to him Had to my husband not seen him, then a little money would not have gone amiss. But a man, even if he is a mercer, when he is taught for ten minutes with Cardinal Richelieu, he is no longer uh, the same man. It is lucky for us that the Cardinal's eye sees all, and penetrates the bottom of every heart. You would ally yourself with Cardinal Richelieu. He's no better than the devil himself! 
What next? Are you going to say that you have taken pieces of silver from a Comte de Rochefort? <laughs> oh, well, when I met with the Cardinal, he did give me... Judas! How could you do this to your own wife? All I ask of you, my dear, all I ask is that you travel to London with the paper in my possession. Not for the state or money. Then from me. <sighs> my, my love, please, consider the dilemma you have forced me into. I go to carry this commission that I cannot possibly explain, if even I cannot know its contents, out of the country. Do you think suspicion will not be raised? Do you think I will not be thrown once again into the Bastille to suffer torture and interrogation? I did not want to have to do this. Here is your dilemma, my love. I will leave at once or I'll have you arrested on the orders of the Queen. Then you will be sure to face that torture and interrogation you are so afraid of. Mm. On the orders of... On the orders of the Queen... That is to say that... Oh, it seems I must leave sooner than expected, Madame Bonacieux. Do you not hear what I said? You'll be arrested. Where are you going? I must send a message to the Comte. It appears that the Queen is seeking a messenger to London. And uh, in the event of my arrest by the Queen, I should be sure to appeal to his eminence. <laughs> Wait! Damn him! Damn him! One redeeming quality that cursed bastard had left that he was not a cardinalist. Oh, God, the Queen will take me for a spy after she put her trust in me. Oh, God, Monsieur Bonacieux, I never loved you much to begin with, but upon my soul, you will pay for this! Oh, God, perhaps he's come to his senses, stupid, stupid man! <laughs> Excuse me, uh, may I come in? <sighs> not now, D'Artagnan, I am really not in the mood. I can help you. Huh? Please do not anger yourself, but I could not help overhear from upstairs. You and Monsieur Bonacieux were speaking rather loudly, and even over the rain. My God, quiet. Not a word of it in the hallway. Come in. Uh, Madame, allow me to tell you that you have a bad sort of husband. You have then overheard our conversation. The whole. But how, my God? I have my ways. D'Artagnan. You were discussing rather animatedly, and as I once heard him discussing with the Cardinal's police down there, I assumed he was up to no good. And did you understand by what we said? A thousand things. Such as? In the first place, that, unfortunately, your husband is a simpleton and a fool. <sighs> in the next place, that uh, you are in trouble of which I am very glad. Perhaps you are being a touch too honest. Better than to deceive you. Your troubles give me the opportunity of placing myself at your service, and God knows I am ready to throw myself into the fire for you. Finally, that the Queen wants a brave, intelligent, devoted man to make a journey to London for her. I have at least two of the three qualities you stand in need of, and here I am. One wonders which two... And what guarantee will you give me if I consent to confide this message to you? My love for you. Speak, command. What is to be done? My God, my God. What I to confide such a secret to you, Monsieur? You're almost a boy. I see that you require someone to answer for me. 
I admit that would reassure me greatly. Do you know Athos? No. Porthos? No. Aramis? No. Who are these gentlemen? They are the inseparables. The three musketeers. Never heard of them. Ah. Do you know Monsieur de Treville, their captain? Oh, yes, him. I know him. Not personally, but from having heard the Queen speak of him more than once, a brave and loyal gentleman. You do not fear lest he should betray you to the Cardinal? Oh, no, certainly not. Well, reveal your secret to him and ask him whether, however important, however valuable, however terrible it may be, you may confide it to me. But this secret is not mine. I cannot reveal it in this manner. You were about to confide it to Monsieur Bonacieux. As one confines a letter to the hollow of a tree, to the wing of a pigeon, to the collar of a dog. And yet, me. You see plainly that I love you. You say so? I am an honourable man. You say so? I am a gallant fellow. <laughs> I believe it. I am brave. Oh, I'm sure of that. Then put me to the proof. Listen, I yield to your protestations. I yield to your assurances. Perhaps everything must be risked for the sake of everything. But I swear to you, before God who hears us, that if you betray me, I will. I will! And I, I swear to you before God, madame, that if I am taken while accomplishing the orders you give me, I will die sooner than do anything that may compromise anyone. When the Duke of Buckingham left Paris, he took with him twelve diamond studs. The Queen? Which the Queen gave to him willingly. And? The King and the Cardinal have decided to hold a ball, a fabulous fete. And His Majesty has ordered my mistress to wear these studs. But, but it was a secret. How did the King know? His Majesty does not know, but the Cardinal... Oh, the Cardinal. The Cardinal knows all. That is why I came to my husband. I wished him to travel to London and retrieve the studs while there is still time. Thank you for telling me. I only wish I had such a heavy secret to give to you, to show you that I... <laughs> well, no matter. I shall go in your husband's stead, at once. How will you go? Your regiment? Your captain? Oh, by my soul, you'd made me forget all about that, dear Constance. Yes, you are right, a furlough is needed. Oh, still another obstacle. As to that, I shall surmount it, be assured. How so? Well, I will go this very evening to Treville, whom I will request to ask this favour for me of his brother-in-law, Monsieur Dessessart. But another thing. What? You have, perhaps, uh, no money? Perhaps is too much. <laughs> then take this bag. The Cardinal's money. <laughs> oh, the Cardinal's. You see, it makes a very respectable appearance. I cannot believe you heard everything. Oh, pardieu. Oh, it'll be a double amusing affair to save the Queen with the Cardinal's money. Oh. <laughs> You are an amiable and charming young man. Be assured you will not find Her Majesty ungrateful. Oh, I am already grandly recompensed. I love you, and you permit me to tell you that I do. That is already more happiness than I dared to hope. 
Oh, Monsieur d'Artagnan, I do not wish to mislead you, nor do I wish to hurt your feelings, but... Silence! What? Someone is talking in the street. It is the voice of... My husband! There, the front door is locked. He shall not come in before I am gone, and when I am gone, you can open to him. But I ought to be gone too, and the disappearance was money. How am I to justify it if I'm here? Oh, you are right. We must go out. Go out? How? You will see us if we go out. Then you must come up to my room. <coughs> ah, not to do anything. Besides, you've been in my room before. Ah, but the last time we were merely acquaintances. Oh, Constance, please. With me, you will be as safe as in a temple. I give you my word as a gentleman. I preferred it when you did not have to throw yourself at my feet to ask me something. Very well, let us go. I place my full confidence in you, my friend. I must. Thank you. Pardon, monsieur, while I let us in. This way, monsieur. May I take your cloak? You are too kind. D'Artagnan, what are you waiting for? Come inside. My husband has to but glance upstairs to see you. Where are you think you're going? You won't ruin us all. I have sworn to kill that man. Your life is devoted from this moment and does not belong to you. There is more at stake than you can know. In the name of the Queen, I forbid you to throw yourself into any peril which is foreign to that of your journey. And do you command me nothing in your own name? In my name. In my name, I beg you as well. But listen, they appear to be speaking of me. Uh, she's gone. Uh, she must have returned to the Louvre. You were sure that she did not suspect the intentions with which you went out? No, she is too superficial a woman. Is the young guardsman at home? I do not think he is. Uh, as you see, his shutter is closed, and you can see no light shine through the chinks of the shutters. All the same, it is well to be certain. How so? By knocking at his door, go. I will ask his servant. Wait, don't step there, it creaks. The lock. Monsieur d'Artagnan, are you in? Monsieur d'Artagnan, or you, Master Planchet? There is nobody within. Oh, never mind. Let us return to your apartment. You should be safer there than in the doorway. Ah, oh my God, we shall hear no more. On the contrary, we shall hear better. Oh dear, what have you done to the floor? It wasn't... Ugh. Oh, never mind. Listen. You were sure there is nobody there? I will answer for it. And you think that your wife... Uh, has returned to the Louvre. Without speaking to anyone but yourself. I am sure of it. That is an important point. Do you understand? Then the news I brought you is of value. 
the greatest, my dear Bonacier. I don't conceal this from you. Then the Cardinal will be pleased with me? I have no doubt of it. Ah, the great Cardinal. Are you sure in her conversation with you that your wife mentioned no names? I think not. She did not name Madame de Chevreux, the Duke of Buckingham, or Madame de Vernet? No, she only told me she wished to send me to London to serve the interests of an illustrious personage. Traitor! You shall give us away! <sighs> Never mind. You were a fool not to have pretended to accept the mission. You would then be in present possession of the letter. The state which is now threatened would be safe, and you... Uh, and I? <sighs> you? The Cardinal would have given you letters of nobility. Did, did he tell you so? Yes. I know he meant to afford you that agreeable surprise. Ah, be satisfied. My wife adores me, and there is yet time. The ninny! Constance, I beg you! How is there still time? I go to the Louvre. I ask for Madame Bonacieux. I say that I have reflected. I renew the affair. I obtain the letter, and I run directly to the Cardinal. We'll go, quickly. I will return soon to learn the result of your trip. Infamous! Silence! When did we start holding hands? Uh, thieves! Oh my god, you will rouse the whole quarter! Oh, goody god, I've just been robbed! One hundred pistoles! What? Uh, no, Michelle, my wife has not been kidnapped again. This is more important, for heaven's sake! One hundred pistoles! <sighs> now he is gone, it's your turn to get out. You remember what to do? Good. Courage, my friend, but above all prudence, and think what you owe to the Queen. Uh, to her and to you. Be satisfied, beautiful Constance, I shall become worthy of her gratitude. But shall I likewise return worthy of your love? Is that a blush I see from all the way down here? D'Artagnan, you don't understand. I, I can't. I'm married. We'll talk of it when I return. <sighs> My, that was a deep sigh. <sighs> I am married. <sighs> oh my God, protect the from the cardinal, but if I may be so conceited, please protect me from myself. We hope you've enjoyed episode 16 of The Three Musketeers. The cast in order of appearance was Matilda Brown as Officer, Jacob Freda as Cardinal Richelieu, Rian Mullen as King Louis, Hannah Burnett as Queen Anne, Olivia Adderley as Constance, Sam Turnbull as Bonsieur, Alex Kimesh as D'Artagnan, Alistair Hoare as Rochefort. The Three Musketeers was jointly directed by Nicole Baltablanco. Lauren Brewer, Sanya Saraf, and Daniel Mahale. Music created by Oli Fab. Main theme by Oli Fab and Kat Patalis. 
Editing was done by Ode Hoagie. Our Foley artists were Natalia Wimlianen-Stone and Jay Figueredo. This show is based off Alexander Dumas' The Three Musketeers. Scripts were written by Jay Figueredo, Matthew McConkie, Izel Ochtensalman and Sam Turnbull. The producer team was Sophie Tice, Victoria Lee Barufalo and Jay Figueredo. For a full list of cast and crew, see our website. I'm Artemis Lamb. Want to support the show? Come join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash duads. That's G-U-A-D-S. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.